Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. We're good to like jump into it. Cool. So, hey everyone. Uh, just sat here. Sad Burkhart. I'm here with my brother, Austin. Um, I don't know if you even want to go by the name Captain Planet Saves or on here or anything like that. He's you occasionally... Just me... You can just call me Cap. Call you Cap. All right. Well, we yeah. got Captain Man here. Um, guys, welcome to Bros and Shows, the... I guess it's a Twitch cast that will be put up via podcast form for uh, other people who like to enjoy it that way. Where me and my brother and maybe a guest every now and then, we will watch a season of a show and then chill and talk about it on Sunday nights via Twitch on the Mallory 67 Twitch. This week, we are since it just finished up, we're super excited to talk about it, is WandaVision. Um, this will be the first episode, so if it's kind of clunky or whatever, hey, you know why. Um... But, um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So, um, what we're going to basically do is this whole cast is spoiler-like cast. We just get to talk about the show itself. Um, things we like, things we don't like. Um, maybe even the episodes that really gripped us and really go into it. And we also have chat up, so that way if people in the chat want to voice their opinion, we can comment, talk, and just kind of enjoy for about an hour or so um, of a cast show. So, um... Before, <laughs> before we get into it, I'm just going to do a quick lowdown on just just kind of like a breakdown on the show. And we'll do this. Normally, what will happen is either I will recommend a show to Austin to watch or Austin will recommend a show for me to watch. And this time, it's a show that both of us just were like, oh, we're going to watch that. So we don't really have that. So I'll just do a quick breakdown for anyone who may or may not care about WandaVision or haven't seen it. First off, go see it. Oz stop watching go see it and then come back later it's worth it in my opinion um but basically the show takes place right after the infinity war infinity game wait oh my gosh i'm mixing all the things end game, end game. no not end game wait no you're right it is after end game. It, it, it's after end game oh my gosh that blew my mind right there yeah it's after end game wanda goes crazy creates a hex and she starts living through the different areas of her tv show and there's a lot of Ooh, weird crazy stuff and you're trying to like kind of piece together what's happening because it's not presented to you um instantly so you get to watch it's a short uh nine season nine episode season great top of the line highly recommend it um show it starts off with like a hello lucy um and then goes to like malcolm in the middle office such like that if you like tv shows and everything of that sort it's like good little homages to it um, so with that quick breakdown, that was just a very simple breakdown, not very spoiler based. Austin, tell mm -hmm. me instantly from the get-go, what is your general thoughts about WandaVision in all? Like, okay. So I, I have to say this, um, like I, um, so Mama Burkhart actually, we i told her about we were going to do this and i told her i said hey i think it's better if you would watch everything or a couple of these movies and i gave her a set piece of these movies that the marvel movies have came out and i told her it would make more sense it introduces the characters that you're going to see in this show um so i think overall if you're just jumping into it you're gonna be like i really don't know what's going on um but 
as a person that has been following Marvel since the Iron Man, well, you know, even way back then, uh, ever since I was a kid, and, you know, watching the characters that I love being put on the screen is great. Um, this show shocked me, actually. It was way better than what I thought it was going to be, because the initial trailer, I was like, I don't know about this. Um, but after watching, getting past those, I would have to say three first initial episodes, I just wanted more. Like the first episode, I was like, okay, it's okay. The, the first episode, if you're watching the little screen up here at the top, uh, it's in black and white. It resembles like the the 50 sitcom, you know, black and white TV. And then it goes to a 60 sitcom and a 70s and an 80s and a 90s. And then it goes to, um, you know, the, the earliest one, which is uh, Modern Family. So. Um, oh, did do Modern Family? Yeah, the Wanda where it was just Wanda by herself. That's that's Modern Family. Oh, I thought that like was the, supposed to be more of like an office kind of go. Uh, it was it was a mix between the office and uh, Modern Family because how they like film stuff. Okay. Well. Uh, and the '90s one, of course, was one of my favorites because it was one of my favorite shows when I was uh, a kid. That a lot of us didn't watch was uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, just because I, a lot of people I watched Malcolm. it, I, yeah. I, I just I didn't get into it because I, I mm -hmm. was I was into cartoons hardcore at that time. So I'm just like live action. Bleh. I don't need that. I always watch like those weird obscene comedies, like they're mm -hmm. rocking the sun and knocking the middle. But overall, this show, after the first three episodes, I just could not stop watching it. I wanted more and more and more and then the theory started coming up in my head and how most marvel movies are everyone has these theories and they think this character is this or who's this character and this person's this <laughs> mephistopheles that's mephistopheles or yeah. or mephisto. mephisto thank you yeah, yeah. i always get the yeah, two mephisto. the the actual demon name yeah and the yeah <laughs> marvel version oh my gosh there were so many of them people were just like did you see how the crane puffed red Ooh, oh mephisto <laughs> yeah. well see the There's thing is there is one fan theory that stuck with me because i was like okay this really makes sense and i thought it was going to be it and pretty much it just spat in my face and it could still be it just just um, go ahead and say it like it, this it is general bunny. thoughts right now so the, the rabbit i thought oh, the, the rabbit was dr strange and the reason why because the book of the damned is actually shown in Doctor Strange the movie uh, there's a part where Doctor Strange is looking at all these books and he's like whoa what's these books and he's like these are the books that are you know meant for the temple and the library and this is all we can read and the book of the dams like right there on the right and I was like ooh the book of the damned and I, I've known about the book of the damned before the show so mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know about it and they don't know what the ending credits are of this so I'm gonna you know yeah. of course let's well, talk I about it that if you want <laughs> no i'm completely cool with that see uh for me personally like i didn't i don't know what the book of the damned is but i mm -hmm. understood the connection with it after like reading some things about it where they're basically mm -hmm. like yeah it's like source of supreme hat and uh the 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 oh dr strange movie jeesh i'm gonna be doing that my brain's just like killing me for some reason um but he has it i'm like so that's going to be the connection of the crazy multiverse thing is 
Doctor Strange is going to have to find Wanda to get the book back. Because obviously within this time, Agatha has stolen the book somehow. And so I'm like, that's obviously what's going to happen. And probably some problems are going to happen. So yeah, like I, I didn't the, know. <laughs> one of the biggest things that like I was left off with is the part at the end. Uh, so after the credits roll, there's a scene where Wanda's like in a in a cabin, like mm -hmm. secluded. And she's like on the front porch and she's having a cup of tea. And then it shows her other self, like her her I'm trying to think what's called Astro projected herself uh as the Scarlet Witch reading the Book of the Damned. And so the last time we've seen anyone Astro project like that and study in Doctor Strange the movie, Doctor Strange is like his body is too weak to stay functioning. So like he would pass out and go to sleep and he would astroplane out to study so that he could constantly read up on all these spells. So Wanda is so powerful now that she can actually coherently function her body to do things while she reads and studies spells. And people, if you haven't watched this again, go back and watch it and listen to the audio. But there's a part like when she's reading, you can hear the two t children that she has in vision talking, which means to me, Dan Theory here, I believe <laughs> that... Um, she is going to find an alternate universe that those three are still alive. And she's going to pull the twins because I think vision is now white vision. <laughs> we're going to see a change and uh, you know, we're going to forget about vision for a while and he's just going to pop up somewhere else. And we're gonna be like, yeah, it's going to be like in a movie and everyone's like, who vision comes back and vision's going to come back out of nowhere. Like, you know, it's just the greatest thing ever. Um, but I really think the, the things that we need to really take home from this is we got to see, we, we, we got an, a question that's been burning my mind for a long time since the Marvel movies. And it's who's the most powerful Avenger and no doubt about it, it's Wanda, like Wanda literally, like literally took over a whole town manipulated everyone and then manipulated her in manipulated vision so i just have to say it, it she's powerful she's the scarlet witch she's chaos you're going to see a lot of crazy stuff happening in the mcu and i i hope because a lot of people know that the person that's directing the Doctor Strange movie is Sam Raimi. And Sam Raimi directed movies, like his biggest directed movie was Evil Dead and the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I would fight to say it was the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> supposedly this is going to be a horror film like this, this Doctor Strange movie is. It's supposed to be very scary. It's supposed to be the, one of the first scary Marvel movies, supposedly. Well, I'm figuring um, like it's going to be like uh, from what like we have been shown here, I I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that like Wanda's the villain of the movie, and whether sense. or not if she is like directly the villain or not, because like the whole like, there was a point where Agatha, I, I guess like right now what we're actually doing is breaking down Wanda and what mm -hmm. happened in it or whatever. But like, there's a point in the show where Agatha says like you'll always be evil to them, like no one will understand you and you'll always be viewed as the bad guy. 
And I feel like that's what she's going to start going through in all these films is essentially like she's going to use her chaos magic trying to help fix herself, which is going to hurt other people. And the other Marvels will be the, the other Avengers will basically be like, yo, please, like, you got to stop this. You can't you can't be stealing care people from different dimensions. Like, why'd you steal your your children from a different dimension here? Like, that doesn't make sense. And that's like what's going to happen. Then she's going to retaliate. Things are going wrong. I, I just, it just seems to me like that's where it's heading, which is cool. If they make like Wanda, the new villain in the MCU, but not like, not like Thanos villain where she wants to destroy everything, but just like a grief villain, that would be like a solid thing for me personally. Because mm-hmm. um, then, then it's like a villain that you've seen slowly devolve into a villain like it's like i just i'm tired of of losing everyone i love and then she just decides to change things um i would i would love that um yeah i just because i know that she's going to be in dr strange and then dr strange is going to be in spider-man but we don't know if she's going to be in spider-man yet right yes we we don't know if she's going to be in spider-man but uh I would have to say I I could see something have to happen in Spider-Man because Spider-Man is being affected by these two things well these three things that are going to happen um you know WandaVision and all of it yeah in theory but it 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 matches up and the new Spider-Man film comes out this Christmas and I'm super excited, you know. I, I'm I love Spider-Man. I think Tom Holland does a great Spider-Man, and we're gonna get a lot of cool stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, we know that there's a a lot of things going on with uh, the other Spider-Men. So you know, I'm well, pretty psyched about that. None of the none of the other Spider-Mans have been brought on. Only like certain characters from certain people from their their films. Correct, but. There was spotting <laughs> of certain things. I'm just saying there's spotting yeah. things. Uh, you know, sometimes they're real and sometimes they're not. What's the worst part about this is, is I should get off of Reddit and stay off of Reddit because I start reading stuff. And then before you know it, I'm like, uh, You're a keyboard you know, warrior, just caps lock. Yeah. Well, no, there's someone that spoiled uh, Infinity War for me. And it was the same guy. And I was looking, I was like, huh. And this guy's like, how Spider-Man opens, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's probably not accurate. And then I saw his username and I was like, oh, no, it's the same guy. <laughs> so oh, I was like, no. oh, no. I and he was right last that. time. So I'm not going to spoil anyone here for that because, you know, but if it is true. But what I'm saying is this show is a really good setup for a lot of characters. Agatha was especially the best one because I've been waiting for Agatha for a long time. And uh, I thought it was gonna be more than Agatha because Agatha was around the whole time. And I thought it was a good idea not to bring in Mephisto because Agatha, it, it, it didn't have to overcomplicate things because Agatha is a very powerful witch. And I actually didn't know Agatha's background story at all. And after watching it, it's actually supposedly correct very correct and hopefully we get to see more of that background of agatha later on and now the biggest thing that i have a problem with some marvel movies and they fixed 
with uh, a lot of them because people have started realizing, okay, there's a problem in the MCU, and that is killing off their villains. And they didn't kill off Zemo, but uh, they didn't kill off Agatha either. So I'm pretty psyched to see Agatha come back. Wait, who's um, Zemo? Uh, Zemo was the guy that tore the Avengers apart in Civil War. He was the guy that showed Tony Stark oh, that the yeah. soldier and Captain America, Captain America knew about it. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so there's, but all the other characters before that have died. Like Iron Man 1, guy died. Whiplash dies. Iron Man 2, uh, the, the guy at the end, which was supposed to be the, oh, I always forget that stupid Iron Man um, villain because it wasn't the same villain. Which, which but, one? Two? Oh, it's the Mandar uh, the Mandarin. Mandarin, yeah. Yeah, it, I don't think he was the right Mandarin. Whatever. <laughs> so then, uh, but they they've kept killing people off. You know, they killed Bucky off. Well, they didn't kill Bucky off. They they made him live, which was good. I like that. But that was before all that. But a lot of other characters were killed off. Even in Black Panther, Killmonger was killed. You know, and I was just like, ugh, I like these villains. They're iconic villains. Like, keep them alive, you know? Yeah. Well, um, they, they started stop doing that with Spider-Man because, like, um, yeah. the, uh, the Vulture got thrown in prison. And then, like, that was their setup for the whole Sinister Six mm -hmm. was him being in prison with some of the other, like, villains or whatever. So people were like, Yeah, Scorpio Sinister and Six. a couple other ones. Yeah. But, but what's great about this show is it was a – I think this – proves to me oh okay i'm gonna let you talk a little bit more it looks like my dog is asking me to go outside okay so yeah quick i'm gonna i'm go gonna ahead. take him out real quick and uh i'll be right back but you can start talking about you know some of the things that set up the show yeah go no i'll there. i mean i'll go into my like personal yeah. thoughts about yeah i'll be right back. um just wanda itself um my first like honest thought process when it comes to wanda um in the show um, so I'm a huge fan of a YouTube series called um, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, which is basically a, a, a small little YouTube show. It came out like every year on Father's Day, I believe it was uh, back in. I think it started in 2016 and it ran for about three, four years or so. Um, no, wait, about six, because I think there's six episodes. And basically the whole concept of the show was done in a muppet style of show where uh you have like them saying something or doing a show for like children like hey let's be creative or uh hey let's uh eat properly and stuff like that and by the end of the episode it goes super dark and creepy um with like the being creative one turning into like hey don't be creative because being creative is bad like you want to be normal and stuff like that and got really dark I definitely got that feeling from WandaVision in the first three episodes. It was funny that Austin said that it was after the three episodes that he started really getting in the show. For me, it was the first three episodes that got me hooked on the show. Because watching the like the, the scene that's kind of playing right now with the uh, I Love Lucy moment where uh, the one dude starts choking and she's just like, Vision, save him. And it kind of breaks the immersion blew my mind and that made me like it like that was the thing that i loved most and uh the whole how the game the show played it for the first three episodes where wanda was like i don't know what's going on 
um i am unaware of everything going on and like no one else knows what's going on i truly believed for the first three episodes wanda didn't know jack because she played it like straight faced later you find out no she knows she knows what's going on she just doesn't understand how it happened she just knows it's going on i i liked it i i, I thought that was great i thought that was amazing and then the the point where it like ruined like where you realize that she's 100 percent onto it is whenever the drone attacks her and she carries it back out and throws it at them like i don't care like don't try this ever again at that instant moment i'm just like oh she's 100 percent aware of what's happening freaking lying <laughs> um and i i i think shows that line up for fan theories or conspiracy theories whatever you want to call them of the series bode well for tv shows um i do want to point this out do you remember the actor who played finn in star wars the the new ones uh eight yeah. seven eight and nine yeah yeah, yeah. He, they asked if Finn would ever come back for a, a TV show or whatever, and he's like, "You can't, you ain't Disney Plusing me." And people took that as like, "Oh, he's basically dissing on Disney Plus, saying that anyone who are is in Disney Plus shows are basically the B rank characters or whatnot." This show has shown that a Disney Plus show would probably net you more fame, and like people will love you more because of this show people love wanda now people love vision mm -hmm. and people love jimmy woo let's oh, be real guys yeah jimmy right. let's talk woo. about the main character then <laughs> jimmy woo and what's even better is i love the little easter egg because i caught it so in ant-man 2 uh jimmy woo meets um paul rudd's character ant-man mm -hmm. and he gives him that uh ant-man's like oh yeah you want to see this card you know, and it was like a magic card. And after a, a, what was a magic trick with a card and a couple scenes later, he's like, hey, how'd you do that with that card? And so then when Jimmy Woo meets, um, oh, what's her name? It, oh, I Rambeau, just called Kate Monica Danny. Rambeau. <laughs> oh, Monica, yeah. Yeah, yeah Monica Rambeau. Uh, he's like, hey, Jimmy Woo, my card. And I was like, Easter egg. Small mm -hmm. little Easter egg for people that watched Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, yep. you know, and that, that's another character, uh, Monica Rambeau, we got introduced to, I believe it's Photon uh, the first mutant. What she's going, yeah, she's, she's, well, no, she's not a mutant because, because what, know. what designates a mutant is that you're born with the powers. That's technically true. she doesn't fit the mutant thing, but Wanda technically fits the mutant because well, we found out her Deadpool's powers. Deadpool's a mutant. Deadpool's a mutant. But he gets his powers by being tested on. But that that's the that's the thing. According I where where did I, well, I was, was I was told that the Disney um definition of a mutant is that you're born mm -hmm. with the powers. Okay. So like Magneto and all of them, like you have Deadpool who is who works with mutants but isn't considered a mutant. And then like Wanda would be considered a mutant, though like the idea of witchcraft or magic or whatever doesn't seem to me like mutant powers but according to like i guess the marvel world or whatever it does i um, I, I see her as a mutant mm -hmm. uh because she is one in in the comics and stuff um you know and i'd have to yeah. say you know that this is an introduce you know an introduction to spectrum lady of light you know uh, well that's what they call her but her her 
main name is Photon. Or yeah, well, that's know. what that's I'm figuring that's what she's going with because wasn't that like mm -hmm. her mom's name or something like that? Or her, it was something like cheesy, like mm -hmm. my mom's yeah, so, call name or so, something. So if you guys go back and you want to see this girl already, uh, if you watch the Captain Marvel movie, uh, she's the little girl mm -hmm. in it. She's the one that's uh, Carol Danvers' best friends, like the fighter pilot. Yeah. So that's her daughter. Yeah, that's definitely Ooh. like, um, I, I I just watched Captain Marvel not too long ago. So the mm -hmm. characters were fresh in my head. Yeah. Whenever they said Rambo, I was like, oh, that's Captain Marvel's friend, right? And it's like, that's your mom and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay. I see where they're using their setting up and everything of that sort. It made sense. Um, mm -hmm. I guess, I don't know. Like, I like the idea of her having powers i think that would be nice i think she's actually a pretty fun and interesting character uh yeah. i think she's a little a little headstrong for me personally because i'm a very passive guy but in mm. mcu you need that <laughs> like oh, yeah. i i love the fact that she was so quick to like bash the the shield agent dude i forget his name like he's such a bad villain in my opinion the yeah, dude who's I... like i want to rebuild vision yeah, he's he's kind of just that one-off character that's just like, hey, hate me. He was a yeah. hate character. He didn't have anything that built him up to be a villain. Uh, like, Agatha had everything to build up to. But him, it was just like, I'm gonna build vision, guys. You know, and I'm okay. just like, yeah. Yeah, that, but, I mean, that makes sense. But the, but the main thing, I, I just want to point this out. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this show. And yeah. one of my favorite Easter eggs where I remember pausing it and I just felt my body feel with joy was mm -hmm. uh, the Halloween episode. So the Halloween episodes, if anyone doesn't know this, is the, the costumes that they're wearing. So oh, yeah, yeah. The, the costumes that they're wearing is the original Vision and Wanda um, and Scarlet Witch, you know, costume so it was super he, awesome 90s 90s done is a good way of putting yeah. it though because mm -hmm. like he walked he was walking around in yellow boxers <laughs> oh yeah it was great also so i have to explain this because there is a fan in here that wants to know a little bit more about this because she, i told her not to watch those movies and that's the fox movies so what it uh, is is uh pedro quicksilver shows up halfway through and we're all like kind of shocked because we're like oh that's not the quicksilver we remember because the original quicksilver was the kid that played in uh, a show called kick-ass a movie called kick-ass and actually he played in kick-ass too yeah they, they both uh, played it they, they were best friends played. in it <laughs> yeah so the thing is is uh that quicksilver is from the fox universe which at the time Marvel split their like back then Marvel gave the rights out to studios and Fox got the X-Men. So now they got them back because they bought Fox. So that's why they were allowed to put them in the show. But we come to find out that that actually wasn't really true. And it was Disney's first ever trying to make a penis joke. <laughs> like, that was just... They were just like Ralph Boner. And I was like, did they just make a dick joke? You know, you know oh, what's sorry. funny, right? You, you know what yeah. I found funny, right? What's I, that? I, I, when I watched it, I verbatim said exactly what he said to Whenever, whenever she's like, your name's Ralph Boner. And I went, heh, Boner. And then he went, heh, Boner. I was like, 
gosh, and Marvel just knows me. It's, it's so such good. a it's stupid funny. thing, but it yeah. it legitly made me like because I didn't expect it of like a Marvel oh, film no. or anything, just like the sudden owner joke. But you know, I will say like you you mentioned the costumes or whatever. Like I know mm -hmm. that um, Tommy and oh, what is their name? Tommy and Billy or it's Tommy and something. Oh, I forget their name I, too. I I know it's Tommy is one of them. Uh, the, the other one, I, I forget, Billy or Tommy, something like Billy. that. Billy, yeah, it oh, is yeah. Billy. Okay, okay, cool, I was I was right. It, it just sounded natural to me. Um, but, uh, you know, they were in their comic book costume as well, like the Wiccan mm -hmm. and the, the Speedster or whatever his name is. I I was actually, I'll, I'll tell you, dude, I was super sad when they disappeared. When when the hex was starting to retreat, right? My thought yeah. process went like, "Ooh, um, she found a way to like condense it into like singular people, and just how they like put them to bed. Thanks for choosing me and everything, and they leave. You're and I'm just like, die. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is like the equivalent of like the the parents hearing about like a nuclear kill strike about to happen." And they're just like, instead of telling the kids that we're going to die, hey, kids, let's all sit down and watch a movie and just sit here and enjoy the movie together. And then the bomb goes off and they, they were none the wiser. They ended their lives being happy. And I'm just like, this is so depressing. You, you think that's really bad? Like, you know, um, I'm, you know. Yeah, they're one son new, yeah. The, the last part where Wanda and Vision are talking before the hex comes on vision and the quote he states um which i don't know it for you know uh oh the you know, phoebus gonna... ship yeah no that was a great quote <laughs> no it was uh oh i'm just trying to think what the quote was i i can't give it justice and the reasoning why is because it's really really well done like she says something to him and something about a goodbye i forget what it is but i'm, I'm gonna find it here for you guys oh it's something like if the fact that we saw each other again means that we could see each other again something like that yeah yeah something like that and ah uh, man i don't know but i'm gonna tell you guys this uh a bunch of ninjas broke in my house and started cutting onions and i started like tearing up <laughs> <laughs> that's my excuse for saying that i uh <laughs> those ninjars are at it again yeah they're at it again <laughs> um but the thing was uh that was really good i i liked that she finally came to terms that she had to do what was right even though she didn't want to do it can, can I say and, one thing that this is probably the one thing that I actually didn't like about the ending that I found mm -hmm. I actually got really frustrated about and it, it has something to do with what we're talking about right now with the whole uh, the people dying and whatnot she applies a self-contained hex around Agatha to imprison her as the nosy neighbor why didn't she do that to her kids like why couldn't she just impose like a small hex world around them to keep them alive true. Because, like, with the Hex re receding, you're just like, oh, everything the Hex had was gone. It's like, oh, then Agatha's free again. This didn't make sense. But they're not going to do that. So, obviously, Agatha is still in, like, her own little Hex version or whatever. 
Why the freak did she not do that for either of those two? Okay, so the quote is, <sighs> we've said goodbye before, so it stands to reason. And Wanda repeats, well, say hello again. Mm -hmm. And I'll, man, you make a fat man cry, bro. And I hate when Marvel does it, man. They make a fat man cry. And so they cry, you cry tears of sadness, and then you cry tears of joy. Like, you know, I, I can name one tear of joy uh, scene in a Marvel movie where, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so good. And it was, um, and this is why I can't even watch the beginning Marvel scroll at the beginning of it because they show that scene and then i want to go watch that scene because it gives me goosebumps but it's when captain america grabs thor's hammer in endgame i just get goosebumps because like i'm like oh he's worthy <laughs> you know um but the, the, there there's a lot of a lot of great things in this show like we haven't even talked about the commercials too like the commercials yeah. uh explained a lot like the shark commercial was agatha draining you know uh well, her powers so I, I i heard that's the thing like people mm -hmm. people say that um i like i, I hear a lot of people were saying like what each one was the shark one like the whole idea of someone draining someone with the the, the that whole thing it didn't make sense to me because like that person was trying to open a container and he was withering away because it took him too long to, to to do that or what yeah um i just i i definitely get where people are going with that because the whole like they look like uh wither away and die i'm like i just i feel like that could be for something else like the idea that wanda's overusing her power and it's starting to like wither at her out like the more she stretched out the universe because i don't remember exactly what episode that was uh on that was the malcolm in the middle episode which i believe is the episode she stretches out the hex to save vision which from that point on you see that she's drained then from that point on like she doesn't have yep. as much control over things she can't handle it yep. and i'm like i feel like the whole unable to contain what you want or get what you want withers you out i feel like mm -hmm. it, that's just kind of thing i don't know yeah, I, it the the commercials were fun i thought they were interesting um have you ever seen the um oh what the heck are they called the adult swim late night tv show commercials oh yeah of course like the whole uh bear in the forest mm -hmm. or uh i think i te technically i believe too many cooks was also on that but they're like these <laughs> videos and commercials that are like why did you have to say that now Dude, Too Many Cooks is amazing. I love it. No, it's so good. And now I had it out of my head. Now I have to go watch it later. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's like the same thing where it's like it starts as something that's kind of like if, if you're having trouble sleeping, here's this. Take this. Side effects may include this. And then it's slowly like then the person's looking in the mirror and the mirror's looking back at them and then they look behind them. There's the person like it's like crazy stuff. And I felt that when I was watching those commercials where I'm like, oh, I no. feel like they're going to walk up to Wanda and Wanda's going to be like, what the? And then snap to reality. It just, All right. I thought it was going to be cool like that. It, it was it, it was cool. I thought another quote that I really liked from that was uh, the part where they go to fight Agatha and all the military people with the family. And mm -hmm. Vision's like, listen up, boys, your mother and I never prepared you for this. And Wanda's like, but you were born for this. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I felt, I felt 
I felt so happy there. It was like one of those moments, like the Captain America grabbing Thor's hammer moment where I was like, yeah, let's do this. You know, uh, that's the greatest part about like superhero movies and shows in general is like that part where you get riled up and you're like, yeah, beat them guys. I just you love know? the, it was just funny because it's just like vision, take care of white vision. Wanda takes care of Atha. You kids take care of the whole military. That's fine. See you guys let's, later. <laughs> let's be real. Okay. So the, the white vision in the vision fight, uh, has the same energy as Mega and Mega Scott, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Scott Pilgrim. We need to talk <laughs> they just about. Became friends. We need to talk about this because I was very frustrated at watching this yeah. fight scene because yeah. you know what I was thinking out the whole time. There is a scene where White Vision goes to grab the Mind Stone out of um, Hex Vision, and he phases him through his head. And my first instant instinct is like, sure wish you would have thought of that with Thanos, didn't you? Well, I think I think with that though, his vision learned his lesson. Like he he knows about it now. Well, he was doing he that in the other series. Like it was it was legitly frustrating to see that because I'm like, oh, now you're able to just phase through everything. Well, also too is he had the Infinity Gauntlet with all the stones, so he was going to do it no matter what. So yes and no, but like. I, no, I mean, I'm with I, you on it though. I it, understand. It, it, it felt like I, it's one of those things. Like. He learned his lessons. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll definitely give that to you, though. Dying horrifically painful death. You learn your lesson. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just, I, I like the fight with Vision. It definitely felt like a powerhouse fight between the two. It felt like and Superman fighting Superman. I, I actually, there was a joke I made whenever I watched it, and I laughed. It was whenever Vision got him in the headlock. And he started shooting off the laser. I'm just like, now point it to civilians and make him have to snap your neck in order to save them. Do it. Make fun of Man of Steel. I would, I would have laughed so hard. It, it would have been funny. But I mean, I do like how they ended the fight with the whole like, let's sit here and pontificate towards each other about which one like of us is vision. Gibbs. It was just, I laughed like for a good two seconds. Like he just dips. He's just like, all right. I see. Thanks for unlocking my memories. It just dips out. And I was like, all right, I'm satisfied. So I thought the, I thought a twist was going to be at the end that the, mm. the vision vision, the, the hex vision wasn't actually the vision that we saw from that point on. What I wanted to happen was the vision. He unlocked his memory, took the like skin of the, cause he got his memory back. And so he's like, mm. I'll do this. And then the series was going to end with like Wanda having everything go back to normal. And then when it go back, she looks over and just sees vision still there. And then she's like, what? And he's like, I got my memories back. I'm here. And then it was going to like set up the whole, that whole thing. But he just gets his memory back and he's like, all right, cool. Peace. Well, he's missing some things, uh, but they haven't came out and said if he's missing those, but he is probably because vision found out about his, memories but he said it was fuzzy was how thanos killed him and everything like that so i don't think he has that memory still and he, why he, they protected the universe he doesn't have the soul of vision essentially is what mm. i i got from mm. what they said to each other yeah and yeah it's, it's all based on wanda's memory and the part of the mind stone that wanda had inside of her but we mm. see that wanda is able to bring out that side of the mind stone essentially make it take form and so yeah. if that's true, then what makes her stop from like just pulling out that side of the Mind Stone and making it like an embedding part into Vision? 
like a weaker version of vision that just has that part of him mm -hmm. uh, th that's what i thought it was going to be and we see like i believe jarvis became vision after the jarvis data said. of jarvis got merged with the mm -hmm. mind stone wouldn't that be the same if you take the data of vision you merge it with part of the mind stone would that not create the same thing if a little like wired down well actually in reality i thought white vision was going to be ultron and the reasoning <laughs> why there's another fan theory everyone ready mm -hmm. um the reasoning why is because vision taught i mean ultron was making vision to be like a human and he was trying to be in the perfect body which he wanted to be vision so i thought that he was gonna show up and he's like oh i'm not vision i'm i'm ultron and i'd be like oh okay but fan theory fails again um you know and you know i i thought white vision was great we're gonna see him later hopefully oh <laughs> hopefully for sure he's going up. he's gonna come back i think he's going to be like i won't call it martian manhunter because i actually don't know anything about the dcu mm -hmm. um but like the whole i'm strictly about business and about doing right I'm just here because this is what's necessary. So they have like a vision-esque person. Yeah. I just, I will, I will admit the only problem I have with white vision is that it doesn't make sense where he has the powers of vision because it's not like the, the thing that gave vision the powers that he had was the mind stone. And then they're like, oh, we replaced the mind stone essentially with a arc reactor is what it basically looks like just because you have the power like you have a online power system for the super body computer thing it doesn't give him vision's power the power came from um the mind stone so yeah. him having like the laser could make sense because you know tony has that flying doesn't make sense the phasing definitely doesn't make sense and they said like they had to have Wanda's powers in order to like kickstart him or something like that. But it's like, yeah, kickstarting maybe, but like that doesn't just give him the power to just be vision. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it didn't make we'll sense. Probably, we'll probably see what maybe that later. There's a lot of questions yeah. that, you know, are left that we need to be answered and, and it's okay. Like, but what I like, what, what I will say about this, uh, when we're talking about this, these characters this storyline would have only worked in a television show, in my opinion. Yes. Oh, I, I completely agree with that. And I think what we're seeing now is the side characters that we don't need to have just a movie on can just have a TV show. And I'm happy to have a TV show with that. Yeah. Like, this proved it. Like, I really wasn't invested in, like, we just talked. I wasn't invested in WandaVision. And then I watched it, and I was like, okay, this is pretty good. And... You know, it brought back side characters like Kate Dennings. You know, I love oh. Kate Dennings. Oh ever ever since I listened to the audiobook of Sandman that you recommended and gave to me, I'm oh, just like, that. I love this person's voice. Who is this person? Looked it up, it's Kate Dennings. I'm like, I don't know who yeah. this person is. Started watching Thor, and I'm like, she's in it. Then she arrives in WandaVision, and I just instantly fanboyed. I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, she she's needs to become like, I okay, I will say like one of my fan theories i guess you could say it wasn't really a fan theory it was just more of like what i wanted to happen but she played the um she played a waitress on the tv show right yeah two broke girls yeah i thought whenever she got absorbed by the the hex i was hoping that wanda would show up like friend style 
at a local coffee and she was the barista that's what i was hoping for that's what i was hoping for and they didn't do it oh man this opportunity i'm like that would have been such a nod to like the barista from the tv show she was in friends as the whole and and mm -hmm. I, I think it would have been fun but hey that's just that's just me i still i still loved it i, I loved her character i love john woo those two together were amazing i think i would love to see like a buddy cop um duo of those two just going and handling stuff I believe that she even like she can't name stuff properly because I believe she calls Mew uh Majolner Mew Mew in uh Thor. So she, if it was me, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I like this character just because of how she just doesn't care about naming things correctly. Mm -hmm. Um I can't wait to see her in more stuff. Um hopefully she will be hopefully this like put enough steam behind her and her character. That will propel her kind of like how i feel like john woo has gotten popular because of the show that they'll yeah, do something yeah. like agent colson where he'll get his own stuff but actually make it into the show i think if jimmy woo was put into a show if they did like an x-file style oh, show yeah. oh, i would so totally down. watch it i'd be down especially especially how like we had a cutscene with uh the scrolls you know in um at the end of WandaVision, like the mid-credit one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because now she Jer was a Jerry or uh, Monica Rambeau is going to see um, Nick, Nick Fury. Fury in space. Yeah. And probably so also, perfect. I think that's what they're, that's setting up for Captain Marvel 2. Yep. Which I'm excited for. I think, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just, I like Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is one of I my think, favorite superheroes. I, I can't. I think Captain Marvel would be better as a show, in my opinion. Uh, the movie was okay. It was very just. It was just normal. generic. Yeah. The only thing that I did love, and I will say about Captain Marvel, <laughs> is when I saw a podcast on Kevin Smith. So Kevin Smith did a podcast where he just got done watching Captain Marvel, and he's like, "Since I've been a director for years, and I would quote." you know marvel movies and talked about these characters and mall rats and all these other ones because i'm a huge marvel fan um he's like i went to that movie and the movie quoted me hmm. like i was a cameo so the part where uh captain marvel breaks down in the subway and there's stanley his one of his last cameos oh, yeah. and he's reading the script to mall rats mm -hmm. and and people you know kevin smith was like oh my gosh he's quote they referenced me in a marvel <laughs> film so he like cried he's like i can't believe it he's like the thing that i've dreamed about ever since i was a child like i'm being referenced in and he's like i'm so happy and kevin smith has done a lot for the marvel you know for com comic community you know the comics community and stuff like that yeah but but moving on i wanted to, i wanted to bring up a really cool trivia easter egg for people okay so do you uh, i don't know if you know this but tiktok i know a lot of people watch TikTok. I yeah watch tiktok and i don't know if you do but the the jam song that's been everyone's been jamming to is uh who's that messing around everywhere oh, that Agatha all along okay you ready for this i'm mm -hmm. about to blow everyone's mind here do you know why it's so catchy um no no 
Go ahead. Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm. So the people that compose this song uh, are a wife and husband, and their name is Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. The same people that did the soundtrack for another Disney soundtrack that is a huge Disney film, which is Frozen. Frozen. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. So, that makes so sense. A lot, no wonder they make catchy music. <laughs> that, that's the whole thing. It, it's like that one pop star dude, the one who like made all those famous uh, pop songs. I, I don't remember the dude's name, but like Pharrell Williams. I I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you if you said the real name because um, mm. like he did like a bunch of like "Hit Me Baby One More Time" by Je um, I must say Jessica said Britney Spears, uh, um, back um, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC did a bunch of those, and then like he co-wrote like a bunch of songs from Taylor Swift's like uh, 1989 album, and so like he makes like a bunch of pop songs. And so I'm like, I, I just assume that they're probably like that, where it's just like, we make super catchy songs for shows and movies. And just, we give it to you guys. And they're like, all right, cool. You're $10,000 million. Thank you. So, yeah, um, no, that, that's, that's the cool part about things like that. Uh, Pharrell Williams was a producer forever. And he did a lot of producing and helping. Kanye West was a producer for a long time then i don't know where you were about to like... say kanye was a producer for this show <laughs> i was like well okay. very cool kanye no i'm just kidding um, i did something good <laughs> but moving back into wandavision so i'd have to say this show for me like what we were talking about has stapled that i'm excited for the new shows that are coming yeah, out for disney yeah. plus like captain america i mean captain Oh, Captain Falcon. Well, Falcon. Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier and Captain Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I said saying. Captain Falcon. Oh my gosh. I, yep. Yeah. Because he's got the shield. That's why it confuses yep. me. Um, Falcon and Winter what it Soldier. Is, I'm super excited for it. You I'm know? so excited for it. I'm really excited for Loki. I think Loki's going to be phenomenal. Um, I do like Tom Huddleston, and I think him just as himself as a role, people are going to love because people love Tom Huddleston and Chris Hensworth together, and they're going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. So, so I was talking with one of my coworkers about this, right? Because he's been hyped for it, and he's the one who actually told me it's like you should watch it if you haven't started to. I'm like, okay, yeah, mm. I'll start watching it. And it got to the point where me and him would watch it like before work and then go in and talk about it. And I told him, mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you, Austin. Um, after watching this, I'm like, I am now excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I didn't care about those two. I liked them as characters, but I didn't like them as like, I didn't want to watch them. You know, it wasn't like if you gave me that or you gave me Spider-Man, I would be like Spider-Man all the way. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, okay, no, these two, I think are going to do good in a show. And I hope that it is a good impactful show because then more people will be hyped for them for the movies and then okay. like the whole thing with loki i liked loki i liked the idea that they kind of brought him back um but didn't bring him back and it's funny because they brought him back and removed all of his character development which is a problem that i had with loki where i'm like he felt like he was constantly getting character development and then just reverting back now it's like he had all that character development yeah, he didn't have any of that now. We have to start back at season one of Loki again. <laughs> and we get to see him. And oh, oh, who is it? There's another guy. Um, Wow. Who's the dude? Who's that? Wow. You know who I'm talking about. It's a meme. 
I can't think of his name. He's in Wayne Crashers. Oh, oh no. Owen Wilson. Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Thank you. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. He's in it. And so I'm like, heck yeah. I'm, I'm excited just to see Loki and... <laughs> Hey, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson did it. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm excited for it now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm completely excited. Are you talking about my chair? Hmm? I think. There we go. I forget that I keep it low because my desk. <laughs> Is this better? There we go. Yeah, that looks a lot better. Thank you, George. Yeah, yeah it's from Civil War. Oh, could you? <laughs> 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 I didn't know what you were Jordan. talking to. No, so, uh, Jordan, a friend in the chat, says, like, can you move your seat up? No. It's like, Austin thought he legitimately was talking to him. He's like, all right, I'll readjust myself. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's yeah. <sighs> yes. So, you know, the fight scenes, the choreographing, everything was great in the show. Mm -hmm. I kept wanting more. Um, it was one of those shows where, like, I would forget about it sometimes and then i'd be like oh i forgot i have to watch this um i you know i still think there's a lot of characters on the show and and, and the biggest thing too that I, always drives me away from shows like this or movies is child actors because some people it's really hard to have a child act like it's really hard like i i, I give dibs to people that can make children in a show good not annoying characters and yeah. these ones really didn't feel annoying because they didn't got a lot of screen time compared to a lot but i think a lot of the problem i was okay with, with it a lot of the problem with children like child acting and whatever is because mm -hmm. like the parts that are written are written by adults and so kids have this like weird boundary where um they're saying stuff that i don't think kids would naturally say or they're saying yeah. like what an adult thinks a kid would say in a scene and that doesn't ever feel act like natural mm. um i think there's moments like that in the show i definitely feel that with like wiccan and um i i, I can't even think of the other billy Tom, timmy and billy or whatever mm. like i i got that feeling at certain points where i'm just like why are they talking like this like it, it doesn't feel right which I let it pass because like that, that's one of the things I personally have to suspend my feeling of disbelief whenever it comes to children acting. The only like child acting. Um, the only child actor that I've personally seen in a bit that I felt like was actually playing their character to a degree was uh, the kid from The Shining a long time ago. Like I felt like that one was done pretty well. The, the whole, I saw that, I saw that card. Um, the whole, uh, sleep. <laughs> sleep, like the, the whole, like, Billy, Billy or whatever his name is. Um, Red, that, um, that was, Red. that was a little much, but like when it came to him natural, he felt like a kid. Mm. There's a lot of times in the show. I felt like Billy and Tommy didn't exude kid energy. They exuded like, I mean, told what to say here. And that that's that was just me like that that's that's my personal thing i still think they did great i want to see them i would love to see them come back in some form it would suck if they came back and they just were aged up and it's like those children actors who did good in that show they're done <laughs> let's just let's here they are they're 18 now yeah. throw them together yeah 
I, I understand. There, sometimes, you know, it, it gets a little overbearing, but this wasn't too bad. I enjoyed the, every actor in here. I was actually really funny that uh, the girl from that 70s show was in it. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the same thing, actually. Yeah, that was really that, funny. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, what's really cool is I see uh, a lot of these people that played extras in the show are on TikTok and... You know, people are like, are you Mephisto? And he's like, no, no, I'm not, you know. And they, um, there was one that I really enjoyed. Uh, I think his name's Phil, the guy with the mustache. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's Phil. And and uh, the girl that sits next to him, I forget her name. She actually, uh, they actually started dating because of the show. <laughs> That's great. So, because they were both next to each other. And it's like, hey, what's going on? It's like hey how's it going it's like is this your first time like acting in a marvel movie he's like yeah and you know it's like what do you think oh it's pretty weird yeah that's pretty weird and then before you know it they started like dating and they they have a whole tiktok series about how they've like fell in love and stuff because of the show because they work together on the show that's actually so, pretty common because i know like yeah. psych um the main character sean from psych and the the girl julia julia or whatever mm -hmm. her name is they started dating after they were like in the show for two month, two uh, two seasons or something like that, and now they're married. Well, that's uh, like uh, pretty, pretty common. Speaking of '70s show, uh, Mila Kunis and Aston Kutcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they're married now. You spend you so know? much time together, you just you just start start falling, falling in love. love with each other. Yeah, I mean, look at that, like um, Childish Gambino and uh, Albed. You know, <laughs> I can believe that was so. Okay. <laughs> I love it. those two, dude. Um, we'll go into that later. <laughs> but no uh so i have a couple trivia things in here that i've i have written down it's pretty cool okay, um yeah. so so a lot of people don't know that the girl that does play scarlet witch uh her name is maria uh is uh yeah melissa olsen mm -hmm. and the thing is is her two other sisters are mary kate and ashley olsen yeah. and this is so this is a really cool trivia piece that i read that's about Mary Kate and Ashley. And it's about, uh, let's see if I pull it up here. I just had it up here. Sorry, guys. I am. Oh, yeah. Aside from having an uncredited walk on role on Full House, Elizabeth Olsen has never acted in a sitcom before until the series. Mm. So now all three Olsen girls have acted in a sitcom. Yeah. So nice so the series working title was called big red so no one could like spy on him mm -hmm. um this kicks off marvel phase four um which is amazing uh the year that it is taking it is taking place is 2023 uh it's because of the blip mm -hmm. oh yeah because uh, five years after it they said a budget of each episode was reported to be as much as 25 million which makes it the most expensive television show in history being the Pacific, which was a 2010 world war two uh, show that I watched. It's on mm -hmm. HBO, which had a budget of 21.7 million per episode. Mm. So, and this is the first Marvel studios and MCU series, not to feature Stanley as an executive producer since his death in November, 2018. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, another trivia is in the episode when Wanda walks from the kitchen to the living room, she walks by the stairs for just a second. You can 
fade, uh, there's a faded mirror on the wall. You can see the building castle, uh, yeah, the building slash castle on the hill that Strucker was using in um, so Sofia. I always pronounce that country wrong. Uh, do you remember in Age of Ultron where they storm that castle? Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a portrait of that castle. Ah, okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That's I mean that's cool. Like I I like those little uh, I guess you call them Easter eggs in between the two and, and just kind of trivia I guess for the also thing. Um, so yeah. it's also been confirmed that Catherine Hans, the girl that plays Agatha, mm-hmm. her second Marvel project is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. She played uh, Doc Ock. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I she she played the uh, she she killed it. Like she was doing a lot of oh, roles yeah. before this, and I didn't know until after this. I'm gonna um, say this: if anyone has never watched Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, you are missing out on like one of the best Spider-Man movies of all time. I, I, uh, well, I, I think the best Spider-Man movie of all time. I have a high doubt that people missed out on that. Like that was such a huge thing. Like it became like popular, like Frozen, just on a different level. It wasn't the annoying kids playing it everywhere? It was like everyone was bopping to the soundtrack on the bus and such like that soundtrack was amazing. And the show itself was great. I mean, the movie itself was great. And I still see memes today of, uh, the whole like Spider-Man sitting there thinking and then miles behind him thinking like it it was, it was a great movie. All right. Awesome. So how about, so we, we just, we ranted for a long time, just about the show. (laughs) Good things about the show. Great things about the show. Is there anything for you that you have problem with? A nitpick, I guess you could say. I would have to say, for someone that's new to the Marvel Universe, uh, if you're going to watch this show, the first three episodes are really hard sometimes. I will fight you. <laughs> I, I know you I a lot of people. <laughs> I, I, I think you, you would. But as a person that would be confused, because I'd be like, okay, I don't get why this is going on. Because... The first three episodes, well, two episodes, the first two episodes is pretty sitcom Like, mm-hmm. there's no explanation really, like, what's going on until the third episode where they're like, oh, this is actually inside of this huge dome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so a lot of people have to deal with that, you know, because the thing is, is like, I grew up watching shows like this because my mom watched shows, like, dad and mom watched black and white television. You know, and like, you know, they had VHSs we watched, three three Stooges. The only reason I ever watched Three Stooges was because of Dad. And, you know, I Love Lucy, you know, was Mom. So I've watched those shows that were in black and white. And then the Brady Bunch and all those other shows. So this was okay. But how they were structured was exactly to replicate those shows. And a lot of people that are part of this, you know, in those generations that think it's cheesy. They're like, okay, this is terrible. And I think it's hard to suck kid, like people into it. Um, the other thing is that I have a problem with is sometimes it felt like some episodes dragged a little filler in trying to get people to... Uh, I, I don't know. I sometimes felt like there was some things that they could have just cut out and I would have been okay with. Can, can you name uh, like one? Like, what, okay, what so like the episode that I really didn't care too much for because I felt like I was like, really? Like mm-hmm. you could have made that shorter 
was the episode where uh, Monica is trying to get back in the hex with yeah. the big old like tank thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I just felt that it was it was drawn out a lot because they build up this hype to talk about this space engineer that was going to help her. And everyone thought it was going to be Reed Richards from Fantastic Four, which would have been a great put in to pay because there is a Fantastic Four movie coming out. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like they took too much time on like trying to hype that up. And then this happened and there was no payoff, which I'm okay with because, you know, a lot of things didn't pay off in this that I thought was going to happen, which I'm okay with. But I felt like it struggled a little bit at that time. It just felt like it ran on a little bit too long. I think if they would have cut it at least like three minutes less, um, I would have been okay with it. I am. Um, but overall, that's that's just a nitpick. Like it's nothing like, oh my gosh, if they would just get rid of this completely, you know it. I, I think the series was very it's well not, done. It's not Dorn from Game of Thrones. It's like yes. anytime you go over there, you're just like, ah, great, waste of 30 minutes here. Yeah. Um, you know. I, okay, so I, I, I will fight you on the first three episodes because like I, I was mentioning it whenever you had to take Ralph out real quick um, mm -hmm. that it reminded me of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Like the whole, it's everything's <laughs> natural, everything's calm, we're a loving family, everything's great. And then something happens to break the immersion and then people freak out. And it kind of snaps back to reality and whoops, there goes gravity. Um, and they kind of have to sit there and like figure that stuff out. Um, for like, I, I like that. That's what I thought. And, and I wanted more of that in the show as it kept going on. I realized as it kept going, that wasn't going to be a thing, which is fine. Um, I, I think my biggest nitpick is um, just, I felt like the creds and the creds being eight minutes long or something like that every every episode i just that was the true villain in the show anytime like something happens it's just like please stand by i was just like i will not stand by just chuck everything i i was so furious at that um but it, it like that's a nitpick that's whatever i i like the show i think it was great i think it was fine i, think I mentioned about the kids but like you can't help that when it comes to children actors what's up yeah I think there is one other thing that I forgot about that I realized that I didn't like too much. What's up? And it, it was uh, the name drop of Cliff. And I really thought that they shouldn't have relied on that because it didn't really bring anything to the story. It was just like, oh my gosh, he's talking about Hawkeye. I was like, ugh. So I really didn't care for that. I thought that if it was just a normal fbi agent or something because they didn't even bring cliff in um because i don't know if you know that but like the part where jimmy woo is handcuffed and then at the season finale and then yeah. he undoes it and he calls cliff which cliff is codename for hawkeye his real name is cliff so oh, okay see i didn't know I that thought, yeah i thought he was going to show up so i was like why would you mention him and nothing shows up or there's any illusion of him there like it's just a name drop and it didn't need to happen well and you, you say it's just a name drop until like freaking three episodes later three movies <laughs> later and then cliff shows up and jimmy woo's with him and he's just like don't worry guys i called in the big guns and he's just like retirement it doesn't suit me shoot 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 like you know I could I could see that. That's it, only one. That's one character that I'm actually not a fan of. 
a lot of people really like Hawkeye and Cliff. I mean, Hawkeye Cliff. I don't really like Hawkeye. I do like his counterpart woman character, which is Kate Bishop, uh, like his partner type deal. I think she's cool, okay. but I just think Hawkeye is just like an over overextended Legolas, in my opinion. Like, I just I mean, don't yeah, like I, I get you. I just I, I just have the thing with like Hawkeye personally. Like whenever I I watch th there's like a scene where Hawkeye oh it, I think it was Civil War where Hawkeye's beating up um uh Scarlet uh no Black Widow and he's just like this isn't our fight, we're outmatched here, like there's no reason for us here, or something to that degree. I think it's it's something like that where he basically looks at the other person's like, look, we don't have superpowers. We should just bounce. And I was like, I don't know why you guys keep coming back. Like, you guys just come kill like two or three people. And you're like, I did my part. And it's like, dude, you did nothing. And then they just tuxedo mask away. It I just, just, I can't take him seriously. That's the problem. Like, especially go back and watch the first Avengers when he's up on the roof and he's like looking away. And he does that trick shot. I think it's the cheesiest thing ever. I'm just like, oh, stop. Stop it. We've already seen arrows. I want to see you like do some, you know, if you shoot something forward and you're just doing it really fast, cool. But the, eh, I hate that. I just think it's stupid there. It's like, I don't have superpowers, but I have like sensitive high skills. And I'm like, whatever. It, it's, nope. it's fine. I'm not it, a fan of him. People, I'm sure people will like him. It, it kind of gives like a superhero mentality to like more of a casual person. But that, mm -hmm. I, I, mean, I get that. So Austin. Mm hmm. We, we've been going for a bit now, so I think it's pretty good to start winding down. Um, what we're going to start doing from now on is we're if if the show keeps going, like let's say that they announce there's going to be a WandaVision season two. There's, of course, not going to be of if what well, I'm under the impression of. This is a well, one-done thing. Well, the episode name was series finale. Yeah, series finale, so. exactly. Um, so it doesn't really pertain. So, Austin, do you think mm -hmm. this is a great one shot season like would you recommend people to watch this if they never brought back anything like if, if uh, you knew that if you knew mm. that there wasn't going to be movies after this that this was just a, this was the end of the wandavision story would you recommend this or would you rather have them end what they had in the tv show or in the movies um so i'm gonna state this as the obvious thing is the best shows ever is like the, the shows that are always deemed as the best shows ever or like the best movies ever or anything like that. Um, they have a good ending. Like what, what I mean by that is they don't try to over exonerate themselves to make more episodes because mm -hmm. it becomes stale. Yeah. Uh, that's what I love about breaking bad. You know, people are like, Whoa, breaking bad ended on seven seasons. I'm like, it had closure like it ended and i wanted it to end it when you when you overstay your welcome it becomes clear that those seasons get out of you know they become stagnant and they become boring look at the walking dead for example the walking dead some of the seasons were great and then some of them were way over welcome and right now they're finally ending it after 11 seasons and a lot of people don't watch it anymore not half the people that used to watch it They've been mm -hmm. talking about fail ratings forever, but I think this is a good one-off. Like, I think it's just a great story. I think this is how 
characters should be done that are side characters. They should be put into a small television show and they should be focused and they should be the main characters. And the difference is, is you're not going to lose as much money uh, as a, you know, a, a studio or a company to put money into a television show than a movie. And the thing is with movies is you have to fill people in a seat at a movie theater. And you have to have people to buy DVDs and Blu-rays and digital downloads and stuff like that. But in a TV show with a streaming service that's $7.99, it's easier to get people to watch it. You know, you could just shoot an ad in front of a YouTube video and bam, you're going to watch this. But the structure's there. Like, you don't have to, like, overextend it. Like, they knew they were going to do nine episodes. They yeah. had the, they wrote it up. They had a great structure to the show. And I was never disappointed in any episode. Now, did I feel like sometimes the credits did drag on and I was wanting more? Yes. Did I want more out of the show? Yes. But that's me being a Marvel fan and a fan theory guy where I'm like, I want it this. I want this, you know. But I'm okay with the subtleness. Like, don't overthink things. I've learned that sometimes when you overthink things, you expect a lot. And with this, it taught me a lesson of a thing can just be a good thing. It doesn't have to be a great thing, you know, to, to my standards, where I think, oh, they should have tied this in with this and this and this. This is simple. Like, I think people will watch this more because it doesn't overzealous them with more characters or more in interweb tiness. So I think this is a great one-off and I think this is a great start for the Marvel universe and Disney plus. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to mirror you on that. I, I think mm -hmm. like I, I was talking with my one friend from work and he's like, man, they're just putting so much like thought into the, the show or whatever in just a single season. I'm like, well, you know, when you plan it to only be a single season, you are able to plan out things and pace things properly. When yep. you have things like, for instance, like Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or whatever that are going season by season, it's a little harder to pace out things because you don't know where or how things are going to be at the end of production of that next season. Um, with this, I, I felt like it was it's made for a one shot, one season thing, and it, it does it perfectly. It does it great. Um, mm -hmm. I, I personally think, right, if if this was the end of the Wanda and Vision chronicle like you did not see them anymore i would be okay with it this idea that like wanda loses everything and loses the kids and everything of that sort and then she goes and lives alone in the thing just studying and becoming like a essentially like a bog witch to to become a super super power person i'm like compelling great she may show up in a cameo every now and then to like give advice to someone she's just like the she's the matoya from final fantasy or the uh I, I can't think of another another character that's just like the the helpful witch in the woods like it just if she was that I'm like this is perfect this sets you up for why she doesn't reconnect with society because she she's had that and she lost it and I'm like it's good I, I recommend it I it's definitely not something that I would recommend to someone if they haven't seen the Marvel movies like it would be somewhere I'm like you, you kind of have to because you have no depth of understanding of anything and the, like you said, the first three episodes will be interesting, but you won't understand. For me, it was the first three episodes caught me because I knew how it ended. And I was wondering, like, how the heck did they get here? 
that was the big thing for me so it's great it's good tell people to watch it yes they never seen a marvel movie before uh come back later probably go watch the yeah. mandalorian or something else like that will be better for like one shot watching mm. um probably not this but i definitely enjoy it. it it was the height of multiple weeks for the last couple weeks to to watch it was i, agree. I was waking up early on fridays to watch it and go from there you'll always remember yeah i feel like i always remember the show like the yep. show did the show good so i will always oh, and- remember the show yeah, it will impact you, and I just see, um, I'm excited. Like, I'm really excited for the future of Disney Plus as Marvel, you know. Uh, they can do a lot. You know, we've seen the Mandalorian work, we've seen this work, and now I'm super stoked. I'm not going to cancel my Disney Plus, even though I wasn't going to. Um, yeah, it, this basically, like, the thing that got me to get Disney Plus was the shows from the past. But after seeing this, I'm like, crap. Now the things that's going to get me to keep it will be the shows of the future. And so I'm like, Disney, Disney did smart. Disney's doing it right. Yeah, they yep. fishtailed me. They got me. They hooked you, man. All right, I know awesome. how it is. So that, that's basically, that's going to do it for Frozen shows. Me and my brother Austin talking about WandaVision mm-hmm. for a while. So Austin, mm-hmm. next week, if people in chat, people who are listening to this or whatever like that, would like to join us next week we're going to do this again with season one of community it's a show that i watched i loved um i mentioned it to austin and he just recently started watching it so um austin have you you're, you're pretty far in community at this point now it's you're you're liking it a lot season four i'm on season four i've probably watch it probably I watch probably about three episodes a night. Like I'll, I'll watch it a couple episodes before I go to bed tonight and I have a mm-hmm. midterm tomorrow at like 8 a.m. or no, <laughs> nine, like, oh. 9 a.m. But I'm like, whatever, you know, Troy Get and Abbott. Through. Yeah, you just you know. wake up in the morning and, and listen to it. So yeah. uh, next Sunday, we will be uh, doing bros and shows of season one of Community. Just talking and doing that. Um, if you too would like to watch with that, it's on Netflix. Uh, any show that we watch or do, we're going to tell you where to find it where to watch along we'll do season one and it will be a completely like this one complete another spoiler talking about it. now for one vision it was a little harder to do because it was so new um for community it's been out for years so yeah. that i don't think we have to worry about too much about spoilers with it and it's not something where it was super spoily it's a very episodic show well i i also will say this for people that are going to be part of the podcast and want to know a little bit more next week we are going to break these down into seasons like the next couple shows like season one of uh community we'll talk about or maybe season two too uh you know but the thing is is these episodes are only 20 minute long so you can watch multiple episodes like you could watch two of these that would equal a vision uh wandavision episode you know so you know you could pound through them a lot so like you could just i mean watch the, the whole point is that like hey you you have you want you want to know something to watch or you want to be able to come back uh once a week and talk to people about something that you've been watching hey we'll tell you what we're watching if you want to watch along with us through the week feel free mm-hmm. and then we'll come back sunday and we'll just talk about it so season one community next week austin we're right, going to good. do that i think it will be great and fun um yeah, Austin, thank you so much for stopping by. My brother Austin, all the way in Ohio. 
He's going to be basically the staple second guy. We may have a guest or a couple guests on every now and then to talk about different shows and everything of that sort. So, hey, we'll figure that stuff out when we go. Um, Mm -hmm. Austin, is there any place that people can find you? Like Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, apparently for you. You have anything? (laughs) Yeah, so you can actually follow me on TikTok. I actually have started a lot of things. I'm starting a new podcast series here soon. I don't have a name for it yet, and it will actually have these podcasts on here. I will take the audio from here, and I will put that onto the podcast. Um, There's a couple new podcast ideas that we are coming out with. Uh, One is called a sequel. Uh, One is called Original and Sequel, where me and my buddy Titan... Uh, for movies and then now we watch a original film and then we watch the sequel to that film or like a remake or a remaster and then we discuss it and then mm-hmm. we're gonna do movies then and now again but it's with um uh we're both gonna watch the same film at one time we're not gonna do two films because we just felt that it was just way too much yeah that's a lot um yeah so and a couple other podcast ideas that i have in mind too that people are going to be part of but you can find me on tiktok at private car parts uh, that's my name. Uh, what? I do a lot of goofy. Pr- yes, private car parts. So I, okay. I, I, I do work at a dealership, and I do a lot of stuff like that. Um, I do some wholesome stuff. There is some stuff on there. You'll be like, "What the heck?" Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's a lot of fun. You guys could stop in, say, "Hey, man, it'd be pretty cool." And I will actually be making promos for what we did here and all my other podcasts on that TikTok. So, like, if you know. If you're like me, TikTok is something that is completely essential when you have to go to the bathroom. You're just like scrolling through and you're on the toilet for like 30 minutes because you're watching TikTok videos. You're one of those people. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, that's that's the thing. Like you could just. You know what? What I would say is, you know, you you could be like, oh, man, I forgot about their podcast. So like you can go back and watch everything from them. So, yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. So but yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. um, I'm just a Molly 67. You're on my channel if you even found this. So, hey, look at that. Um, Wednesday, this next Wednesday coming up, I'm finishing up Final Fantasy 3. I mainly do RPGs and such of that sort. So, feel free if you like that stuff to stop by. But as always, mm-hmm. I'm just a Molly 67. This has been my brother Austin. Thank you for watching mm-hmm. Frozen Shows. Next week, we do community. Hope to see you guys all there. And thank you guys so much for stopping by.